0: Hello and welcome to A Woman's Game. I'm Jack Target.
1: And I'm Amber Tiara. And in this episode, we're looking back on an exciting Conti Cup final. <laughs> Big news, obviously, of the week and for fans like um, Jack here. Chelsea won their first Conti Cup by beating Arsenal 2-1 at the City Ground in Nottingham. Beth England scored twice for Chelsea, including the winner in stoppage time, 92 minutes in. You couldn't, have, you couldn't have written that way. Um, and then after the lioness striker gave Chelsea an early lead, Arsenal then dominated the game and had plenty of chances, but couldn't quite beat. And Katrin until and Talia Williamson poked home the equaliser with five minutes remaining. So it was all drama right down to the wire, wasn't it?
0: It really was. And at one point, it did like it was going to go to extra time um, after Williamson did score. Uh, but a ball into Sam Kerr, who played in Marion Melder, uh, who been an excellent move put The ball across the face of the goal, and as you said, in stoppage time, Beth England was there to tuck it in and to win it for Chelsea. And their first time they've won the Conti Cup, um, and Emma Hayes can tick it off her list there as well. Um, really dramatic and really good final as well. Um, and we, you know, we had last week he we had uh Anne Marie on talking about, and her prediction was 2 1 Chelsea, and that's the way it turned oh. out.
1: See, she obviously she knows her stuff, doesn't she, Anne Marie? But overall, mm. I mean, it was fantastic, and I. I would like to say, of course, I do think Chelsea have done incredibly. They're on their way to, you know, the whole the domestic trouble. They've got all things going for them. But just to kind of give Arsenal a massive pat on um on the shoulder, they really they they were so um dominant and they were unyielding. They just kept going and really just put the pressure on, on Chelsea. And um in that second half first and second half both both times, I think they had loads of chances. I mean, um Vivian Miedema, I think, had a hat trick of chances. So there was mm. they were creating an opportunity, but it obviously wasn't to be.
0: No, exactly. And it started off quite interesting, the game. And then that, that goal for Chelsea come really early, only eight minutes in. So it was that sort of set up the game for Arsenal to attack and try and get this equaliser. And it just ne- didn't happen. They had a couple of missed opportunities go agonisingly wide or, you know, Berg was brilliant in goal for Chelsea. And, um, you know, as you'll hear from some of the clips later on, but it, one of the things that come out of it afterwards that seemed to be the big headline was Emma Hayes saying that, that the best team lost, but the most resilient team won. And that was kind of the case that... Chelsea just sort of dug in, were able to hold the pressure, um, and then they they managed to get the winner in in stoppage time as well. When it looked like it was going to extra time, and you thought once that equaliser went in, it looked like one side was going to win it, um, and that was Arsenal. But you know mm. Chelsea stuck around and they they got that goal right at the end.
1: Yeah, they they did, and I think especially like you say that that, that equaliser happened five minutes from time you're thinking again this is drama but the intensity I was impressed that it was it was able to be kept up of course I know it was a final and, and that and that would naturally come with it but you are right it was a battle of these two teams whose styles are different and like you said one both having a different type of resilience I think but then it, it was just it was beautiful to just watch out and play out and of course um I'd like to say I, I'd like anyone n- not Chelsea to win only when else he's in contact <laughs> But on no, but in, in, in all lessons, I, I, I didn't really didn't really mind. I just wanted great football. And that's exactly what we had. Fantastic football drama right to the end um, and loads of talking points to come away with. And I think that's the sign of a, of a brilliant matchup sh- for sure.
0: It was. And I think speaking to a few people after the game, some of them saying, you know, they've been to quite a few of the Conti Cup finals and this was definitely the best one for a long time. they kind of, you know, especially last year, amount the build up in anticipation for that Arsenal-Man City game. And then we had like a, a really drawn out nil-nil game all the way to penalties. And, you know, they've not had many goals over the years, but this time we had three goals, really exciting, loads of action, two top teams playing at it um, and a great venue as well. Um, it just was a really good final. It was finally we had a good country cup uh, county cup final to talk about uh, and to watch. And it was it was you know as we keep saying the last few uh, weeks for the games like we had the Chelsea Man City game. Um, it was a you know a great um, advert for the game.
1: It was a great advert. I mean, the, I, think, I think they had a record crowd attendance of just over 6,700 in Nottingham, which is fantastic. Um, and like you said, it wasn't just this drawn-out nil-nil. There was not only those three amazing goals, but there were so many chances. And I think that's, from a spectator point of view, you you want that those these emotions to be rocked, so to speak. You want the highs and the lows and those ooh-ah moments. And you, and you really had that. And I, I think it was fantastic. And um, it was also wonderful to see that certain players... Um, Really coming to fruition. I think there's a lot of talk about Beth England now, um, and I'm sure we'll hear some more from her. She was just absolutely fantastic, and it was it was good to see her really dominate for Chelsea. I'm sure you, being a Chelsea fan, um, will will kind of feel it more so. But that that in itself, it, it's such a beautiful story from her point of view.
0: It absolutely is, and you know, the, you know, she's we all know sort of about her career and how what she's had to do to get to this point, and at some points didn't like she was going to be able to make it the top level. Um, but, you know, as, as you say, for obviously for a Chelsea fans, this is quite amazing to have someone like Fran Kirby when she comes back and how good we know she is. Sam Kerr's on the book now. And you think you've got two strikers there who are, you know, world class. And you've got Beth England, who's, come, who's now all of a sudden turned into a player who has potential being world class. So it's very exciting times.
1: It's massively exciting, and for those of you who, who don't know, she started off at Chelsea, didn't quite fit in, ended up going on loan to Liverpool, and then has now come back and really cemented herself. And I think it has just been due to all the graft she's done. And it was last season she actually was the third highest um, goal scorer. So we've Ooh. got Vivian Viv- Viv- Vivian Miedema, who obviously <laughs> I do harp on about, and <laughs> Nikita, Nikita Paris, and then Beth England, which again we maybe we're not focusing, we haven't been focusing too much on her, but she was third in that in those number of goals scored. I think it was fourteen twenty something games or something, so it's still fantastic um, to see. And then it really, I felt like something special had happened. I don't know if it was just maybe the the, the glitz and glamour of being a country cup final, but there was there's something there's a little sparkle there that I'm I'm excited to to like watch out for in in games to come.
0: Exactly, and obviously she'll be maybe who's uh, the front of the line for the lionesses when it comes to the she believes this week against the USA. So they have something to look forward to. Um, maybe hopefully she'll cause a few problems for that, for the that mighty US side later in the week.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good shout. I mean, with with how well she she performed and and how how dominant she's looking. Um, I think from a manager point of view, that's got to be raising some alarm bells. And you think, oh, give her give her a chance. Maybe you never know. Uh,
0: let's get back to the 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 actual game itself and hear some reaction from some of the people involved in that, starting from uh, the two managers. Uh, which were Chelsea boss Emma Hayes. Uh, you know, and I, first uh, I'm going to be biased so because McMahon I am tomorrow.
2: the coach of of, a, of an amazing bunch of players. That you know, for 75, 80 minutes. I think you saw the game. Football is uh, is about uh, getting into in, into good positions where you can you can have the opportunity to score goals. And you hear a lot of coaches say, "Ah, oh, we should have, could have done it." Uh, in the end, you have to do it. We didn't do it. We created chances. We created opportunities, and uh, unfortunately, they they scored the ones that they created, and we didn't score the ones that we created. Yeah, momentum's a funny thing, isn't it? Because uh, I, I felt we had we had the momentum after they scored the first goal. Um, so we were just, you know, we're in control. We're in control, and uh, you know, moments of moments of, of madness um, have hurt us today. Um, uh, we have to be we have to be smarter, better, uh, whatever whatever the whatever the uh, the descriptions are, um, but we just have to be smarter and better in these situations. Um, because we've played in big games, we've played in uh, in cup finals, we know what it's all about, we know the pressure, we've had players there that have, that have played in World Cup finals. You know, so they know the pressure, they know the understanding of what, what we need to do. We created the opportunities and uh, they, they scored the two and we scored the one. Yeah, I'm hearing that I'm very, very stubborn um, and uh, I am because I will never play a transition game. I'm really sorry Kieran. Um, it's not my style. It's not my way. I believe. I believe having the ball in the long run. In the long run, you'll get away with transition once, twice, maybe even a third time. But in the long run, I'm going to keep playing football. And uh, we have the players to play football. We have the players to play good football in big occasions. And I won't go away from my style. If it's if it's the end of me, it's the end of me. But uh, I got to stick true to my values and to Arsenal's values.
3: The better team did not win the game, the most resilient team won the game and I value defending and I value resilience and it isn't always about being the best team, it isn't always about possessing the ball the most. This is the third time we've played Arsenal this season, the other two we were extremely dominant in. No one in our camp thought that this would be a dominant Chelsea performance, far from it we knew that this would be a dominant Arsenal performance. So to win the game knowing that, that they dominated, that they outpossessed us, that they out us, for me shows what a great team we really are. And it was less transitional today, the game. Yeah, of course it is, because the way the weather is, the whole world wanted it to end in 90 minutes. It was freezing out there yeah i I think sometimes these games don't often become great adverts, but our league is improving um every season with the quality of the players in it and when you've got so many top players matched up against each other, the product keeps improving and um i you know I'm an advocate of the product, and today this stadium was blue, and let's be clear there were it felt like a home game today for us, and so you felt that like the final whistle with a number of Chelsea fans. And I bet you all those Chelsea fans are travelling from London. So it just shows you the growth of the game in the middle of England, that people are coming out in their droves in cold conditions and supporting two of the best teams in the country, if not Europe.
4: Emma, after the Man United
5: winning the semi-final, you were so excited to come out here at Brian Croft's home. Tell us a little bit more about getting to lead your team out and winning
3: that trophy here today. You know what, It for me, it will stand out. I, going to Wembley is always going to be a highlight, but I love this man. Like He is my cup of tea. I'd love to have had a cup of tea with him, to be quite honest with you, and walked the dog with him and had a football chat with him. I think to come here, I could sense it when I came into the building. The players haven't got a clue who he is. <laughs> and I'm busy taking photographs of myself with his photographs on the wall and my sister's sent me lists of quotes this morning. My favourite one being this one. She sent me it twice and clearly she wanted me to read it out to you guys. (laughs) And This is what she said, she said, I wouldn't say I was the best manager in the business but I was in the top one. (laughs) Well I'm there today, I'll take that today.
0: Do you see yourself a bit of a buying club in the sense of your sort of like psychological approach to dealing with the players? To get the best out of them when they're not performing, perhaps?
3: I'm a servant. That's what my job is. I'm there to serve the players and the people that I represent. And every day I go to work thinking, what do I need to do to help with that process? I'm relieved when we win finals, not over the moon, it's a really strange feeling. I'm relieved for all the people that put the work in the back in the backroom staff. I'm relieved for players who have never won a trophy, I'm relieved for the subs bench who have to sit with nervous anxiety and, and maybe not even get a game and I'm relieved for the players who have to put themselves through it.
2: Another the county Cup has had a few dour finals in recent times, um, does a game like that end to end add a bit of value to the competition? Well I bet
3: you're grateful for me, making sure we got here then, just to <laughs> have had a bit of spice. Uh yes, I am happy because I wanna keep selling the sport. So if you've got team two teams going for it, it's not great for the heart but it's it means that you gotta work even harder week to week to make it difficult for the opponent the, the quality of the players is just improving every every week. The Conney Cup Everyone knows my feelings on it, but I think there is a place for it as long as we can give that platform for our younger players. I think if we keep doing that and we keep adding more games, and if we add more games, the more games are the Conti Cup games, then we will produce players as well as producing you know, other games in a domestic campaign. My assistant said it to me when came over he said you, you've been saying it to me all season when it's your year it's your year and i felt that about the game today like it was <coughs> regardless of it was we win it and why well it was because it flies in for us this year next year it might be someone else and how for a someone who's really drafted in her career I think, I god i love the story because she had to earn it oh there was absolutely no way i was going to give it to her easily, no way she will tell you that I'm sure and there's nothing more joyful when a player who you don't really know if they're going to be able to cut it at the top level, get their head down and put everything into their career, the talent was always there but now you're starting to see the fruit of hard work and perseverance and I really think England have got a player that can add something to them going to the next stage because I was saying during the week she seems to be scoring the hardest goals and missing the easy ones, well she can say the reverse to me today because that's probably the easiest finish she's going to have, although I didn't see it, it might have been a bit harder she's really a credit to herself
1: and her family. So There's an interesting battle of words and philosophies between those two. We also managed to hear from Arsenal's Jordan Nobbs and the star of for Chelsea on the day, goalkeeper and Catherine Berger, and, of course, Beth England.
4: It's obviously tough, I think, um, especially the way we performed. I think even when the whistle's gone, we've gone in the changing room and still thought we, we played well. But, um, you know, that's what happens in cup games, and Chelsea took their chances. What do you think was the
5: the like holding you back from kind of getting that final ball in the end because you dominated for so much of that game.
4: I mean uh, all credit to Berger. I mean she she must have saved five six shots Mm -hmm. she's dominated come out to the ball and I think she was fantastic today yes you know some of them go in and it's you could be three nil up but uh, I thought she was the difference in in stopping a score and I felt like we had a lot of possession and I'm very proud of the team today. Look, honestly, we have a, a great team, a great squad and, you know, injuries happen. But I think, um, like I said, I'm, I'm so proud of the girls going out there today, putting a, a brilliant performance and just didn't come out with that final win. But it's obviously disappointing. Uh, you know, we can't concede like that. And, and also, we need to take our chances. Um, it's just an unfortunate way of football sometimes.
5: When Leah's goal went in, I think momentum was very much with you. Did you feel like if you had got to extra time, you would have been able
4: to push on yeah if I'm honest I mean I felt like I was jeering the crowd up just before Leah scored I think you could feel that it was coming and um, if I'm honest I just thought we were going to win even in uh, a last minute winner but obviously the tables turned quickly Chelsea is still one of the the top teams around and you know you, you still have to stop them scoring which is what we didn't do if I'm honest without it sounding obviously we know we lost but I think we know we played so well today and I think we're proud of the performance. Um, so I think we're, we've still got our heads held high and um, we're very proud of each other. I think we're all in a good place and um, we know that another day that could have gone a different way. And
6: congratulations, festival. of Is that one of the best games you've ever played? The most interesting game I think I've, uh, I've played in. Um, I think, um, yeah... Everyone is pricing what I did on the pitch, but I think also my defenders are, were incredible. So I think um, it's like a completely team effort what we did today. Yeah, it's actually my tro- first trophy. Like I, I came a couple of times second, but that's the first one. And I'm actually really, really happy about that. was <laughs> it like to be a winner. It feels great. Now I just want more. Do you think the competition in the squads made you a better goalkeeper with Carly behind you? Oh, definitely. That's why I came to Chelsea. I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to prove myself that I can uh, be better than anyone else. And uh, after Viggy's left, um, I think um, Carly is a really, really world-class goalkeeper for me, and I learned um, a lot from her. So um, we push us um, like every day in training um, to a top level.
0: As a, as a squad now, do you have your mind focused on on the treble?
6: Uh, definitely I think um we we showed now the league that we uh, we main like we think about the business now we obviously we started to win the first cup and now obviously we want more so um I think now all the all the eyes are on the FA Cup and on the league because um why not can we win all of three of them
5: We've we've seen how well Beth England has played in recent games for Chelsea you see her day in, day out in training. How good is she? And does it make you a better goalkeeper when you then play someone like me do I's another world class?
6: striker um i'm actually happy with all the strikers they make me every time better every time when i'm coming out of the pitch i think um i want to prove myself against the best strikers and sam is one of them uh, beth england uh, we have adelina she just comes back from injury and um even erin and guru and all the fran when she's coming back i think uh, all these players make me a better goalkeeper, and um, um i think um thanks for them to making me better
7: Obviously I'm I'm over at Moon and um, finally bringing home that trophy that we've not won yet is, is a big statement for the club um, to be honest disappointed with the performance I don't think we were by far I thought Arsenal were the better team um, so I, I can appreciate they're probably feeling gutted that they, they were the better team on the night but we ended up getting the win has
6: well, been talking about how much- to get to this point in your career could you just reflect on the journey you've had at chelsea the loan spell and,
7: how you long know? you got <laughs> um, no honestly yeah um i've said numerous times everyone's journey is different i can't say mine's neither been easy or it, it's just been a long old role and i think just putting myself out there trying to prove myself i've always been a grafter and like, my parents brought me up to always never give up and be a worker and thankfully i'm getting results for that and emma's starting to especially this season, really show a faith in me leading that front line as a nine. My confidence was always one that I did battle with um, and I've had a lot of people and a lot of help to, to try and boost that and thankfully I'm in a position now where I'm, I'm much more grown up, I'd say mentally as well as physically. I'm more used to the game and how it's changing and again just the faith that Emma's putting in me to lead that front line is again a testament to itself and I'm thankful to be at this club and playing for the team. Your
5: resilience has been talked about a lot. Um, but so is the resilience of the team as a whole this season. Like, how? What's it like being a part of this kind of never say die attitude? You know, when Leah Williamson scores, to go up and get straight on it at the other end. <coughs>
7: yeah. It's, um, it's funny because um, after that happened, Erin literally pulled me and said, "Just, just bring it. I know you've got something else in you." And um, she keeps saying it in the shower. Then, like, she she knew that something was coming, and I think the girls still even. So it's such a late equaliser. We had that belief and. Again, we, we couldn't have lasted probably another 30 minutes with the pressure that Arsenal were putting on us, so we knew it was now or never. And Again, Maren being a hero, rocking up, putting the ball across front of goal for me, and thankfully I was there to just nod it home. Just finally, heading to the She Leaves Cup. How nice would it be to follow this uh, win on the Cont- Continental Cup and beat the USA in the opening game? Yeah, obviously I'm really excited. Um, first proper um, tournament out there for the national team, and I- I'd be buzzing if we could bring the trophy back because um, I think... The performances back in the last season weren't a credit to how well I know this England team can play. So fingers crossed we go out there as a team and absolutely smash it and and bring that trophy back home again.
0: And then finally, once the confetti had settled, uh, I discussed the game and the Conte Cup itself with the top WOSO journalist Sophie Lawson and The Athletic's Kieran Tatham. I'm in the press room, which was packed earlier, uh, with Sophie Lawson and Kieran Tatham. Um, How was that today? Quite an interesting game.
5: First good Corny Cup final we've had. Really? Yeah, I mean, a little bit dramatic at the end, but I think fairly enjoyable and a really good, um, uh, good advertisement for for women's football in, in this this tournament that's been a bit underloved in the past.
8: Yeah, I I, I agree. I think what we wanted was. There you go. Benefits of being in the, in oh, the media, you get a nibble uh, nibble before you go. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with Sophie. I think one of the things we really wanted was uh, for it to be competitive and for some entertainment. Because I think over the eight previous finals, I think we've had 14 goals and five of those came in the very first one when Arsenal beat Birmingham in 2011. So we've been a bit starved of, uh, of goals in the, in the finals. So two very good teams who really cared. Um, I think Joe Montemuro said it in his post-match, mm. he really cares about this competition, he loves playing in it. Emma Hayes has maybe in the earlier rounds um, not shown a lot of love to the competition but she loves winning and yeah. she won today and that will mean that she probably appreciates this competition a little bit more than she has done in the past.
0: Mm. As uh, listeners will hear on, you know, with the, the two managers speaking, there seem to be a bit of War of words—we were talking about the competition. It was quite—I think, Emma, especially afterwards, it was quite most cheeky, wasn't it? What she was say?
5: <laughs> I think it's—I don't know. It, she she's not the, the biggest lover of the Connie Cup, but I think if you talk to the players and WSL two players or Championship players, I should say, they even though they get battered by by full time teams. They enjoy the, the the tournament. They enjoy the extra <laughs> games. You know, I think it was um, Abby McManus who said that when they won the Country Cup final, first time Man City won it, that that's one of the biggest moments, proudest moments of her career. So it does. It is. A, it is a competition. It does give teams a chance to go for something. It's just when it's dominated by two teams, it it does get very boring. Very. It, it, it's not inspiring, but uh, the players want it. Even if the managers maybe
8: don't always. And I think that's emphasised what Emma said um, at the final whistle when you saw so many of the players run on the field. I saw Mm. Sam Kerr run towards Beth England, obviously she got the late winner, and a lot of players ran to to Anne Katrin Berger. As good as this Chelsea team is, a number of those players haven't won a trophy before. Mm. So actually, it meant a lot to them uh, to win this, regardless of what people might think of the Conte Cup.
0: Was it expecting expect that sort of performance as well? Because obviously the last time they played each other in a <laughs> way that Chelsea played against them but to have that kind of performance from Arsenal, and mm. it almost it benefited them that Chelsea did go ahead so early because they seemed to sit back on it for a while.
8: I think Joe learned from the last game. Um, he made some changes in the game at Boreham Wood where he played a lot more narrow uh, and Arsenal, look, they don't rely on width but they're a lot better when they have it. Uh, and when you had I think they played Jordan up um, along with Caitlyn and Ford didn't they either side of, of Um and I thought Caitlin in particular played re- really well um, you know in only a second game for the club so I think that that was probably why they were better to actually think they played to their strengths rather than like they did in the last game trying to nullify Chelsea so um, I actually wasn't surprised by the performance at all uh, I think after losing twice they had to be better, uh, and they were. And unfortunately for them, they came out on the losing side. But they were the better of the two teams.
5: Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's quite clear they had to do something different. And and from the the, the second half of when they played uh, Chelsea earlier on in the league as well, they've, Chelsea seemed to have had their number. So something had to change. But I don't think anyone really expected that degree of, of dominance from Arsenal, especially when we know their numbers are thin on the ground. They're missing players in midfield. But as Kieran said, I think the width. That they exploited perfectly. And Ford up against John Anderson was particularly good because if you're if you're pushing your fullbacks backwards, they can't yeah. get forward and start your attacks. But uh, it was uh, almost muted from from Chelsea from from my point of view because you know you can see them go out against almost every team in the world and just attack 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 (coughs) to just kind of sit and have to absorb and and to be that resilient team that that Emma spoke of was um, unexpected but they they showed they can do it and they showed they can grind
0: it's that will to win isn't it exactly Um, and sort of final point we talked about the Conti Cup we spoke a little bit earlier about Yes, it was a great to have a record crowd there, but we're still talking particular numbers compared to maybe at the FA Cup final and obviously still a big game between the two sides. So it, it's good that we can celebrate that, but probably a bit of a pinch of salt when talking about the, the numbers we had today.
5: I think it's, it's always been a little bit of a harder sell. It's not necessarily the best time of year in terms of weather, so it's February now, it's been in March before. Um, We've had it in November. It it travels around the country, so it's not always the most accessible places. It was a 5.30pm kickoff today. It was an early kickoff last year. You know... (coughs) It's
0: it's, inconsistency, isn't
5: it? You don't quite know what you're going to get, but with the FA Cup final, with it being at Wembley, it is that showpiece occasion. It's one for the neutrals. You can come down to London, you can make a weekend of it. It's... I think it's harder to make a weekend of it, to have that oh, let's get all the family going oh. to the Country Cup final, especially for so long when it was just, oh, it's City, or it's Arsenal, it's...
8: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it. yeah I think... Well, I haven't really got much to add what she <laughs> said. I think that she said the, the main points, I think the other problem that we had was probably... <laughs> Worked against the game today, not necessarily for myself, was that the game was up against Watford v Liverpool. And when Watford probably went 1 or 2 0 up, I imagine there was probably a few people that unfortunately switched over from the Connie Cup final to see if Watford could, could hold on against Liverpool and end their unbeaten run. Um, you know, we need this game to be standalone. We don't want it going up against um, Premier League football. Um, and unfortunately, that's what happened today. So we probably would have lost a few neutrals. Um, it's great that it's a record attendance. I think it's important to point that out. As Sophie said, hard sell is the exact term I was going to use. The Connie Cup has always been a hard sell. Um, the FA Cup being at Wembley is, is a day out for the family, asking people to come up 5.30 kickoff in Nottingham. I love the city ground. I think it's a great venue for women's football. I've got no problem with the venue. I think the kickoff time was probably... The biggest issue um, because there are people who've had to dash off. we recording this podcast at nine o'clock, and the last drive to London is in half an hour. So, um, you know, people are having to stay overnight or they're having to rush off after the game is finished. You can't really have what you describe as a proper day out. Um, but look, good crowd. I thought the two teams put on a performance. It was entertaining. We got goals, so you know a good a good advert for the County Cup. And let's hope next year's is even better. Overall, a bit positive.
5: I, I mean, I'd say as well. You've got Arsenal and Chelsea, who are two two of the best supported teams in the league. If it had been Bristol City versus oh, who am I going to pick on? Everton. Let's say hmm. maybe you don't get the numbers. Maybe you know. But I think everyone can kind of grab on to Arsenal. Chelsea, it's it's interesting, but I think maybe at another point is the the previous record was from the 2015 FA Cup final, which was uh, November the first. No, it wasn't. It was October the thirty first. Oh, it was one of the two. Damn, I can't remember. Um, when Arsenal beat not, but that was the f- uh, that was after the um, the 2015 World Cup. So I think you're probably still riding that wave. This is after the 2019 yeah. World Cup. So I think we've we've got that little bit of interest, that little bit of spike as well, which helps. But again, it's it's always a question of sustainability, and just who you've got, where you've got it, when you're playing it.
1: That wraps up our Conti Cup special. We'll be back later in this in the week with all the latest news in the women's football and the start of the She Believes Cup. So do stick with us. But that's all for now. This has been a women's game. We'll see you next time. Oh, I finished up the end of it.
0: Go on, do it again. <laughs> <Stop> it
1: again. <laughs> I was kind of like, I need to sort of say something, but it's not working. <laughs> so that wraps up our Conti Cup special. We'll be back later in the week with all the latest news in women's football and the start of the She Believes Cup. But for now, that's been A Woman's Game. We'll see you next time.